All right, it's time to get the latest on the bushfire situation. Uh, let's start with New South Wales. James Morris is from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. James, good to have you back, mate. Yeah, likewise, Stephen. Where uh, where are we at at the moment? What's the uh, where are the concerns and uh, what's the current status? You look very similar to before. We're still obviously waiting for that uh, that southerly change to make its way up through a lot of these fire grounds. Obviously, bringing with it uh, increased humidity and, and decreased temperatures, which is uh, a win as such for firefighters compared to some of the conditions that we saw today. Um, but we are still seeing windy conditions, uh, obviously from the south throughout the evening and into the morning. So that's a potential challenge ahead for firefighters, but that's only expected to be up to 20 kilometres per hour. So we are hoping that uh, that won't affect too much of those communities just to the north of those fires. But obviously, uh, if there's a need, we'll warn those communities accordingly. What's the uh, forecast for the weekend? So uh, we are seeing uh, eased temperatures tomorrow, but we are seeing conditions starting to increase as we go towards early in the week where Tuesday, Wednesday, we are expecting to see some fairly significant fire weather coming through again, uh, pushing in from the from the central and western parts of Australia. How many fireys are currently fighting fires in New South Wales, mate? Yeah, so we've got more than 1,700 firefighters working on fire grounds. Uh, we've got a further 350 incident management personnel working uh, in incident management teams. So those forward uh, command areas and fire control centres across the state and a lot of these people are now starting to come in as well from our interstate areas such as Victoria, South Australia, Tasmania, uh, bringing with them firefighters and those incident management personnel. So that's over 2,000 people all up then? Yeah, pretty much. Look, it's a huge effort. Obviously, uh, we're starting to worry out our local crews who have been at it for a number of months now. Uh, some people have been going since earlier in the year where, where especially in that northwestern and, and northern part of New South Wales, we really haven't seen a change and, and easing conditions they have been going for some time now. So certainly just trying to give them a break and, and as I said, bringing those interstate colleagues to uh, hopefully give some people a bit of a rest for a couple of weeks. James, tell us about Get Ready Day tomorrow. Yeah, so the whole plan for Get Ready Day, similar to our Get Ready Weekend, we had a significant amount of inquiries over the last few days, uh, obviously about what people can do to prepare for bushfires. So... Right now, uh, that time, come down to a fire station tomorrow between 10 and 2 uh, and have a chat to firefighters. And it's all about bushfire preparation, what you can do in and around your home and what you can do to protect your family and uh, what that plan should should incur. Now, if people can't get along to their local uh, fire station tomorrow, what's your advice to them? Look, obviously, people aren't going to always be able to get down to these events. Our website, rfs.nsw.gov.au, under plan and prepare has a significant amount of information uh, that, that you'll be able to sit down and have that discussion and understand what you can do in and around your home. Very good tool for, for people to use. And it's important to remember just because you don't live on an urban uh, interface where that bushland meets the homes, it is uh, important to know that, you know, these embers that we have seen are travelling 20 to 30 kilometres as the crow flies ahead of these flies. So it's just about anyone uh, on that on that. Uh, bushland urban area right into some of those really more urbanised areas that could be affected by these fires Steve. Yeah it's extraordinary when you think of those uh, how far those embers are moving ahead. James good to speak to you mate we'll catch up again soon Likewise. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. James Morris from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Uh, New South Wales is not the only state in Australia that is uh, suffering from bushfires at the moment. Queensland uh, has uh, its own set of dramas, and Wayne Walterspool is from the RFS in Queensland. G'day, Wayne. Good evening. Mate, uh, what's the latest? Where uh, where are the uh, key areas that you're looking at tonight? 57 fires across the state. We've currently got about 134 units at those fires. Our 
significant fires are still up at Woodgate. Um, and that fire there, that uh, still has some really hot spots on the southern parts of that fire that they're watching and still working on the contain that in those little bits. Uh, moving down to Kilkeven fire um, is, is still burning internally, but conditions coming through over the week have the opportunity for that to get um, spotted out of there. And then down to um, Peachy, just north of Toowoomba, a fairly major fire running in the range country up there at the moment. And then down on the range country, heading into New South Wales, we're sharing a fire now at Mount Barney with New South Wales. Um, that's We've just seen the latest line scan from that, and that's certainly taking some runs in that hilly country there. Um, really dry conditions coming up again on the weekend that are going to affect those fires, but it's the ones that we haven't got yet that are really starting to concern us. So we're currently looking at some quite high-level strategic resourcing for the next couple of weeks that we're going to need in Queensland uh, to manage the current fires and any further outbreaks. Um, we're drawing resources from all over Australia into Queensland as uh, New South Wales and the other states. So um, really um, drawing on all of our partners around Australia to help us in Queensland and New South Wales currently to keep these fires under control and keep people safe and our firefighters resting as much as we can in between their shifts. I can only imagine what the... Log- it must be a logistical nightmare with so many fires and, and Queensland's a big place. You're not. It's not like they're five minutes away from each other either, is it? No, they're not. Uh, we have regional um, control centres that are, are managing the regional actions that are going on and, and they're feeding their requests into our state operations centre and from there we try and resource each of those regions appropriately. That's We've been moving people down from um, far north Queensland and northern Queensland to help out. Um, plus we've got some great resources that are coming from uh, Victoria, Tasmania, Western Australia and New Zealand at the moment helping us out in a range of tasks firefighting and incident management crews as well which is fantastic to have them helping us out it uh as i always say i mean whilst uh, we're talking about disaster we it brings out the best in australia doesn't it uh, it certainly does and you know we're always it's a big family firefighting no matter where you are overseas and we've all been overseas helping out and uh at some stage i no doubt they'll be over here helping us out and uh, it is it's a big family we support each other really strongly we feel for each other when any get hurt so um, we're always there to help and it's about making sure that while we've got people working they're working safely um, they're getting appropriate rest meals and support the community from not getting any any um, danger to people uh, is, is our critical thing we get people out the road we can uh, rebuild houses but we, we need to make sure people aren't involved in that activity so that's our foremost is making sure people are safe well said Wayne appreciate your updates tonight good on you thank you bye that's Wayne Walters from the Queensland Rural Fire Service